couple years ago, I was visiting with uh, a married couple. One of the parties in this marriage was Catholic. One was, uh, was Christian, but not a Catholic. And they were discussing, kind of in front of me, some of the main differences between our belief as Catholics and, and this individual's belief as a, as a non-Catholic. And it was interesting that they, they kind of boiled it down to uh, a bit too simplistically. But the main difference is Catholics have a body on the cross and non-Catholics have just a plain old cross with no body, with no corpus. Like I said, a little simplistic. But as we got talking about it, I said, say more about that, this crucifix thing, that Catholics have crucifixes in their churches and in their homes, and, and, and so many others just have the simple cross. And this individual mentioned that, well, we as non-Catholics focus more on the resurrection, whereas you as Catholics focus more on the sacrifice, on the cross, on the crucifixion. You focus more on Good Friday, we focus more on Easter Sunday. I mentioned yesterday on Good Friday or two days ago now, whatever it is, whatever day it is, that when Jesus, who is God incarnate, went to the cross, he went to the very limits of suffering. He went to the very limits of pain. But in order for us to make any sense whatsoever of Easter Sunday, of the resurrection, we have to understand Good Friday. That there are two realities, historical, theological, whatever, that we have to both get. It's the Catholic both and. That Easter only makes sense if we understand Good Friday. And when Jesus went to the limits of human suffering, the limits of human pain, what he did then in his resurrection is that he showed that his love and his mercy and his power is greater than suffering and pain that the light of Christ goes there, and then the light of Christ enlightens us there. That the divine power of the divine Son has so great of love and mercy that it casts out the darkness of sin and death and suffering and pain. And so we have to see it both ends. For my first five years as a priest, I had the great privilege of being able to help out at the University of Mary at a summer institute called the Core Christi Institute. Uh, it means the, the heart of Christ. Now these young guys like Father Wolf go out there to, to help out. But the Core Christi Institute was a week-long institute for high school students uh, from around the diocese. They would come and they would essentially learn about the faith in one week, a crash course on Catholicism, and we as uh, high school chaplains would, would assist. The very first thing we had the students do when they arrived after they checked in is they took a test, they took an inventory. Uh, and then the very last day, they took another test. Actually, it was the same test, the same inventory on the faith. The reason being we wanted to be able to send these uh, 
tests back to their pastor to show what they've learned in the course of the week. And one of the questions that was always asked on the pre-test and post-test was, how many years ago did Jesus Christ die? It was actually worded even better than that. How long has Jesus Christ been dead? And so many answered, well, about 2,000 years. Wrong. How long has Jesus Christ been dead? He's not. He is alive. He is risen. His power has conquered the darkness of sin and death. And we announce him alive. And I think it's important for us to ask this basic question. Is Christ risen from the dead the fundamental reality of my life? Is it the fundamental reason for my hope? Or do I sometimes just approach life gloomy and pouty and almost live as if he's not risen, as if he's dead? May this Easter season be a time where we know deep in our hearts, deep in our minds, deep in our lives, that he is alive. He is risen. He is truly risen. He is not dead. May his resurrection be the absolute foundation of our life and our hope.